Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uctana, and today we'll be talking about how to discover who is working with you across the veil by accessing Akashic temples. Working in the Akashics is the traditional way in which indigenous people contact and communicate with other beings. Whether they open themselves up more fully so beings can be anchored here for moments in time, or the person travels through their own Akashic connection to the other being, they access the Akashics in order to get answers and affect healing. Communication styles and methods vary, both from person to person and culture to culture. While within any given tradition, there may be a variety of methods specific to certain purposes. Mediums access the Akashics as well, honing their skills at being a conduit or translator who relays information between those who are not embodied and those who are. Most ghost and horror stories, to the contrary, It's neither easy nor common for recently departed souls to communicate with people who are currently embodied. Souls who have crossed over are living without cause and effect. They have returned to being and thinking and experiencing and feeling everything all at once, responding all at once, and literally being everywhere, nowhere, and multiple places all at once in a way we cannot truly remember or comprehend. Attempting to communicate with people who are still here is, from their perspective, like trying to send a message to passengers on a bullet train going 200 miles per hour or 322 kilometers per hour by making the message heavy and throwing it into a specific window as the train passes. For the majority of us, These methods of Akashic communication are pretty much beyond our reach and not something we're meant to learn or work with. And thank goodness, because life is complicated enough. However, this doesn't mean we're cut off or disconnected from Akashic wisdom. Far from it. Most people access the Akashics two to three times per week when they're sleeping. Part of this rest and heal reset cycle is for our body, but also for our soul, emotions, and body together to process and resync. It's also a time for our soul to reconnect with our higher self and other beings which have remained behind in the Akashics. We don't often remember this reconnection process as most of what comes to us is directly inserted into our body-mind energy somewhat like getting an injection or having a program downloaded into a computer. If we do remember, it's often because we're close to waking and our awareness of who we're interacting with or how is jarring to our consciousness. Most commonly, these dreams are remembered as a sense of having just finished some type of class and everyone is gathering their things and leaving or we're leaving some familiar yet completely foreign building or place. During these dreams, we may meet our guides, or they may hand us information which supports us in navigating our current life situations. We may work with our soul teacher to integrate what we've learned and or become up to this point in life, and 
enter into new projects or goals. We may spend time with our higher self, healing and rejuvenating, since life can take its toll on all levels. What's lovely is we can also engage in this type of connection consciously. Through my classes, newsletter, and podcast, I've described various ways in which a student can use their personal Akashic room in order to problem-solve issues in their lives. Whether this is figuring out how to manifest a new job or career, work through relationship and family issues, create a new living situation, or move from what is expected of them into a life which will make their soul sing, there are ways to figure all this out in their room. Most rooms have a creative corner with a whiteboard, projector, or even craft tools for working on ideas and seeing possibilities. Many also have what appear to be large dining room tables with chairs where they can invite their guide team to come and direct their wisdom and talents to the issue. Guides often bring 3D models, so more information can be packed into things than what a written list or PowerPoint presentation could provide. However, this is all informational and requires the student to bring information first into their consciousness, then translate it into action so it can be implemented. To discover what Akashic beings are working with you to support this embodied life, it's better to work directly in the Akashics via an Akashic temple. Working in temples is dramatically different than how people work with a soul book in the Akashic library or with personal guides in their Akashic room because the speak when spoken to rule doesn't apply. When we enter a temple for the purpose of discovering who is working with us and being introduced to them formally, we're actively asking for help, support, and the participation of others. Thus, while a temple space might be empty when we enter, there's almost always an immediate feeling of camaraderie, community, and friendship which emanates from them. Often, you can hear voices in pleasant conversation just outside or music being played before beings enter to continue whatever work has been in progress. These beings will usually acknowledge you and even initiate conversation because they were aware you were coming and have prepared what is necessary to help you. These might be avatars of deities, totems who transform into human forms, loved ones who have crossed over, or guides from your guide team. They may be healers or teachers who are available to help you with this phase of your spiritual journey. They may be peers who have been through this process before and are there to support you in joining their ranks. The possibilities are endless. What's common amongst all of them is, while you may wish to invite beings to be there or even attempt to summon someone, only those who are willing to work with you will come, and they are just as likely to be someone you don't expect as those who you do. Once everyone is gathered, the process of introductions will begin, or not, depending on how much you're able to participate. While you may at the time, or at some later point, intellectually understand and internally know what everything means and put it into perspective, like any ceremony, the point is to be present in the now of it all. 
This doesn't mean be passive, completely receptive, don't ask questions and just let things happen. The beings who are there to work with you will let you know what your role is, what is expected, what the alternatives are, and support you throughout. You also have what I like to call volume control. You have the ability to say how much you want to do, at what speed, for how long. Usually, this is limited to how long you can stay focused to remain consciously in the Akashics. Like working with a soul book, we have an automatic shutoff valve in our body, which yanks us out when we've had enough. This happens either by us falling asleep or through our mind distracting us with thoughts which bring us back into embodied life. Both of these are just fine and shouldn't be seen as a failure. They're a safety feature we should accept and be grateful for, even while we may feel frustrated. It's also handy to remember linear time only occurs here. So while we may have to go to the temple multiple times just to get through a conversation with Akashic beings, those working there don't experience the time gaps. They recognize time gaps are happening to us, often with bemusement, and simply pick up where they left off as soon as we're back. Meeting beings in an Akashic temple has amazing benefits. Not only does it directly and immediately affect the issue in our embodied life, but it also works holistically on the entirety of our lived experience here, as well as at our soul level. Because we're working in the Akashics, the transformation incorporates all of who we are, both our embodied soul and our higher self, and moves us forward on our path in all aspects. This has the added effect of allowing us to experience a more direct connection with our higher self and the wisdom it holds. And once you've been introduced to an Akashic temple in this way, a connection forms which allows you continued access as you move forward on your path. For those who are called to transformational work or who just want to know more about what the Akashics has to offer, I have a meditation for accessing an Akashic temple on my website, akashicreading.com, on the freebies page. I've put a link in the podcast description as well. It can be a comfort, a joy, exciting, and even an adventure to know who on the other side of the veil is working with us or would like to. It takes things up a notch to be able to consciously work with them as it allows for collaboration, exploration, and ever-expanding options. And that's all the time we have this week. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it by subscribing on Patreon. You can see all my other offerings and get regular updates about what I'm working on at patreon.com slash Thanks. Bye.